Can you name a city that hosted a game at the 2002 World Cup? Should we say Tokyo? Out straight away. Whoa! What? Oh, what are the greatest answers of all time? OTB AM. Live, weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Delighted to say Vinnie Perth is with us in studio. Vinnie, good morning to you. How are you? Morning. All good. We get a lot of speculation at this time of year. It's, um, you know, for those of us who enjoy a bit of gossip around transfers, this is a good time of year. Um, and we figured we'd figure we'd focus on the Irish players and those who need a move versus those who don't need a move. So you've been looking at this for us. Who, who's on your list for players who do need a move? Um, I suppose, like, the obvious ones are Jason Knight for me. Um, I think... Um, Derby being relegated and, and doing so well and playing so many games I think that's an important one and it's also how important he is for that, for our, our side I think it's it's huge that uh, he gets a bit of clarity my concern around Jason has been we've not seen lots of rumours around him so far yeah. uh, but that can often he could have something sorted out for argument's sake but it's been fairly quiet around him so he certainly needs to move that Derby looks a bit of a mess so for me that's a really really important one for us and, and because he's so important to the team yeah like he is essentially a starter at this point yeah I think he's played himself into it we, we have seen inconsistencies with him um, with so many very young players I think the last window was a massive les- lesson for us all in terms of uh, we've seen the inconsistencies in the squad and I think that comes with so many young players yeah. coming through yeah so would a season in League One be very beneficial if he played every single minute or has he gone past that stage now? He needs to be championship minimum. I'd like to think he, he needs to be championship minimum. I think um, I think it's very, very difficult. Like The problem is the club he's at. Um, when, you, when you look at people coming through, say Wigan last year who got promoted, you're, you're not sure. Derby's a big club, but you're not sure that club are going to be chasing promotion. Yeah. And sometimes when you're around a mess of a club, every, your form ultimately gets affected so for me I think it's like it's it's probably crucial for his career that he gets out there in the next couple of months and I think um, it's so again keep, keep I can't emphasise enough how important he is to that, that Irish team and how we play We've talked a lot about that number 10 role and, and is he the player you're kind of earmarking for that into the future or even kind of like uh, it's, it's, I was listening earlier on to Owen talks about I don't know if it's a new word but the depth chart um, m- must bring that one into football it's been a good oh, like, the rugby yeah. We've, yeah. we've been doing it for rugby for ages yeah though. so uh, football manager have it oh so well maybe uh, yeah maybe I need to start playing football manager yeah. so uh, but when you think of that position we've got him we've got <laughs> that's James. the most withering thing anybody's ever said in this show yeah, I know <laughs> should have uh, spoken <laughs> so I heard so I heard I think Owen was a little uh, bit addicted to it for a while right so but when we think of that position right we've got Jason who's made a huge impact we get that we Jamie McGrath who's sensational away in Portugal yeah. I would say um, and again his club form didn't help him in the last window and then beyond that we're probably going to Conor Hurrahan in that type of position if we're going to play that way um, so we re- really are struggling we haven't really I've cried for Alan Brown on this show I think he's someone that yeah. has, has done it at a decent level in the championship but we're, we probably struggle in that position so this is this is probably the problem of where we are with Irish football. We need some of these young players to come through and some minutes minutes for a night next season in the championship at Absolutely. a club who play a decent style of football. Uh, do you have anybody in mind where you think he'd be good? Or is there well, no. You look at clubs like someone like Middlesbrough who've done some decent business and some Irish players. You could see them; they're going to 
they, it looks like they're going to chase promotion to a point, not recklessly, but yeah. it looks like they're doing it in a sort of good way. Uh, being in and around Middlesbrough, you can, um, in terms of the club, as part of the pro license, brilliant club, and you would say, if if you were looking at now somewhere like Middlesbrough, okay. would really really good and, and probably suit his style. Okay, so next on the list, Will Smallbone? Yeah, I think um, that's an interesting one because he, he sort of hasn't made a senior debut yet, uh, but I don't think he has now. But when I watch the 21s, uh, I've been to a lot of their games recently um, and in this campaign, he looks one that's probably above the level of, of everyone else in the squad. And I know his goals, people will say, well, his goals, that's an obvious thing to say, but it's more than that. He's come back from a really serious knee injury Um and he's got in back in and around that Southampton squad, but I see they're willing to let him go on loan, which is people would see that maybe is that a negative? No, I think it's part of his progression because he's under contract till he's till 2024. So I think that's one where he 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 looks a cut above everything else that's coming through at the moment, and we all know these young players can come late and different things but he looks like one that particularly I would say we sort of struggling in midfield again going back to our depth charts where's our, our 6, 8 and 10s and he looks like definitely one that we could do in a move to the championship Where does he play? Well um, he's played in the Irish team he's played narrow off the, for the 21s he's played narrow off the world but he's he, by and large that's sort of n- number 8 he'd be very okay. similar in style I would say to Jason Malumbi he would have a lot of similar attributes the okay. two of them would be very similar ok so we, we really need um, him to get some game time to see if he can yeah get into the senior squad and then start pushing for a place yeah and, and again it's like um, I, I think this Irish squad has a lot of strength and depth but only in certain areas I think when you when you look at where we struggle I think if something happened to uh, Josh Cullen for argument's sake where's our natural number six yeah. I don't see it and I think his levels have to go up if if you look at our fullback positions yes we've got Matt Doherty yes we've got Seamus Coleman but like when you look at the left, our probably first choice is a battle at the moment between James McLean and Enda Stevens, and then you're going into say someone like Joe Bagan again, another one that is interesting. We sort of tend to uh, the Premiership, Premiership Irish people like, but he's played over twenty games for Cardiff in the Championship. Again, just a young left back coming through. So. You know, we're, we're, we're heading in the right direction, but we need the key is these moves this summer for a lot of these players, yeah. small bones and, yeah. and so many of them. Next is Troy Parrott. Yeah, this is an interesting one because um, Troy Parrott was the saviour of Irish football not that long ago. You know, we really spoke highly of him, and and I don't think his form has, has necessarily went off the charts. He just went to when you go down to the level of League One, it's really difficult. It's it's. Um, for want of better words, proper man's football, you've got to be ready. And it, it took time, but when you look at Troy, you see somebody who looks like he's aged a couple of years in the last six months in his interviews, in his um, in, in his training regime. He's on holidays at the moment, and I believe on social media, he's putting up tra- videos of him training on the beach, where yeah. we have seen videos of him being in Dubai and, and having probably, a party yeah, yeah. And, and I mean they're small things people need to enjoy themselves but at the same time there's a mindset from, from Troy there so when you look at when you look at the club he's at Son and Kane are 30 31 is he the next one for Spurs that they, they're going to develop we don't know or but I think a long move and again away from League One in a championship club where he's really tested and we find out about him and we find out is he ready is he ready to make next to the next are Tottenham like 
too big at this moment like last season almost would have felt like the perfect time because you would have had uh, not Champions League football you would have had wasn't it, was it Conference yeah. League and uh, was it Europa I can't remember Yeah, uh, that, like I mean playing at a level that's not Champions League so between Premier League Champions League he may get like first weekend of January in the FA Cup maybe a few EFL Cup games is that going to be enough really for, for someone at 20 years of age yeah like sometimes we 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 we're guilty of saying and it's it's a big thing in football where they say gotta go along gotta play gotta play sometimes it's great to be around the highest level of, of world football which spores the premiership is but I think when you look at the clubs that are seem to be interested in Swansea Middlesbrough uh, Preston QPR they're sort of middle to high end championship clubs if you went to something like that that far is that's far exceeds uh, sitting on a bench for spores absolutely or, or battling to get into the squad he's done that already as well yeah. for a period of time at, at yeah. Tottenham like I mean is um, maybe not like maybe you go back and maybe a full season playing with Harry Kane in training is something that actually brings you on but like yeah, what's the story I've not already completed yeah. that how beneficial is that like, uh, it's huge it's absolutely huge but the, there's, there's like a sweet spot where you can stay too long right so, like again, we 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 look at someone like Kevin Kelleher, and for me, playing, being around that Liverpool squad, I wouldn't be in a rush. If I if if I was advising Kevin, I wouldn't be in a rush to go on loan. Where everyone else is, you're 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 operating at the highest level in world football. I mean, you go down to League One, well, let, League let, Two, let me, Championship. It's so difficult. One of the one of the whispers that we heard about Kevin Kelleher was that one of the Dutch Premier League or the Dutch. Eredivisie teams who have qualified for the Champions League might be interested in taking him um, or you know it's certainly been floated as a if this was something if, if he was to go to somewhere like that where there was Champions League football would that be better than going to the Championship is that where you suddenly go ooh now I'm interested um, Eredivisie football and, champ- and Championship there's not a lot in the difference um, you could probably see how that Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday in the Championship might suit a young player. Right. Um, now, his style is very much suited to Eredivisie and um, he, he's so calm on the ball and his distribution is sensational. But, look, they're, they're really difficult judgment calls. There's, there's, there's like, people just think you need to play, you need to play, you need to play and I get that. Um, but it's it's been in around some of the best manager in the world best goalkeeper in the world every single day so he you should know, stay for me he stays yeah. at Liverpool like could you imagine um, Alisson I don't know I don't know actually uh, course the player but imagine Alisson got an injury well, yeah right? he has done he four. So, yeah. Yeah. right and, and something six eight ten weeks imagine sitting in Cardiff or Middlesbrough while someone else is taking your spot there in Champions League football and he's played in some of the biggest games in football in, in terms of big finals Champions League games imagine somebody sitting there now it's a judgement call he's only young he's, as, a, as a goalkeeper terms well he's got another 20 years if he wants it yeah at, le- at least 10 to 15 at the yeah. highest level yeah. so I think the patience there is the key and um, with young players that can be difficult I get it but I wouldn't be in a rush if, if it was Kevin Kelleher. Okay. Um, Jeff Hendrick and Nathan Collins are the last two on the list of players that should move. Um, Hendrick just needs to play games, right? He's at that stage of his career yeah, now. Yeah, because when we look at our midfield at the moment, and people have been critical of Jeff and his performance at different stages, and in some cases rightly so, or not so, because of, I think he he was a little bit exposed in, in terms of the shape of our midfield. But he's people like Jeff uh, Brown... Alan Brown and Conor Huron are so important to this young squad. And I, th- I don't think y- you can uh, emphasise that enough, how that we need these 
experienced players still in and around the squad over the next two to, to maybe four years. And I think um, Newcastle, he's not going to be at Newcastle. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But he went to QPR and didn't play. He yeah. played maybe 10 games. And for someone of his quality, I think the next choice he gets and what we've got to do as a, as a football sort of public is accept if our players are playing the championship that is good enough level yeah. for where we're currently at so huge window for Jeff Hendrick and as part of the bigger overall or squad because we don't have strength and depth in that midfield but Collins the list of clubs who are interested um it's phenomenal. So, what what do you do? Oh, I'm, I'm this one. I'm on the fence. In uh, like you put Nathan Collins in, as in needs a move because you know is that train passing now and it's time to jump? Really difficult one. Or are Burnley looking at this saying unless we get close to thirty million for this kid, what's the point at selling him? We paid fifteen for him. We've got to make good money on him, or else use him to get back into the Premiership. Um, people, you know, Burnley have signed a couple of players, and people are presuming, oh well. They've signed the centre half. That must be because they're letting Nathan Collins go. I don't think that's necessarily the case because they've lost Ben Mee and Tarkovsky. So yeah. it looks like would Nathan Collins benefit from playing week in, week out in the championship, being the real leader for that that squad, being sort of not. I'm not going to say captain. I don't know who else they'll keep, but I mean the main centre half of a team at that level. Ne- or the Newcastle, yeah, and Vincent Company as well. Okay. Yeah, and and they're all such difficult judgment calls. That means, I like, I don't know the right answer to it. My advice would be depending on the club. Right. So if if you're going to play week in week out in the Premier League, go. But if you're going to be a squad player who plays whatever cup matches, don't go. But by and large, like. Guys, how many Premiership clubs just have two centre halves? Every time you're going to you're going to a Premiership club, you're going and you're battling for your place. Yeah, they have six, most of them. Most, yeah. you know, maybe some like Burnley have stuck with two, but that's yeah. more down to Sean Dice's management and and things. If he was signing for Leicester, I I just see that as a dream move for him. Yeah. I think you could see him playing there. You could see, all right, they've got Fofana. They're going to sell brilliant, him. but. They're, they're going to they're, cash in for Fana as soon as he plays 10 games in a row. They're, they're looking at the, probably the next window, the Christmas window. He plays, he's gone for 60, 70 million, you yeah. would imagine. Yeah, so, and, perfect. And that's better than going straight to one of the super clubs where you're never going to play and you can end up like Nathan Aki. But I've heard talk of um, our Manchester United interest in him. Like, I don't know whether we've got green tinted glasses here. We, like, as much as being brilliant from with Irish lenses, are people looking at him going, yeah, he like he's going to replace Harry Maguire. I don't think so. Yeah, I think he's got another step yeah. to make, and and that could be at Burnley getting promoted, or it could be as we said a Leicester, or a, a, a Brighton for argument's sake. Okay, so we've already said you think Keller should stay. Some players should stay at the clubs that there's been speculation around. The two lads at, at Norwich in particular, um, Adamita coming back off injury, Andrew Delhi coming back off injury as well. A season playing week in week out, Touchwood where the injuries. Yeah. off for them and again I'm sort of I know I'm potentially repeating myself or I must be but just because they've fallen into the championship that's why I leave them in like they could benefit so much by this week in week out football both of them um, both of them have the potential to be real stars um, I won't I, I made the mistake of, of talking about Andrew and Omar Bamadeli and Rio Ferdinand and um, I won't make that mistake again but 
he's such a good goal I don't think player. it was a mistake we, no, should, we should all dream high as a, yeah well absolutely but saying it out loud is different look what I mean is I think I think the world of that, that player yeah. I think um, but obviously with his injuries now the, the, this is really good Norwich have you know in English football terms really stable well run club they're either a championship or a premiership club by and large and it's brilliant opportunity for them just to play week in week out good manager who's got a team out of that division who knows what it takes to keep a t- team up as well I'm, I'm a big fan of that and we were starting to see the best of Adam uh, either in terms of just before his injury it was like he'd learned the game it was like he was he was starting to grow into his role so I think I think potentially the two of them have have a real big season ahead of them um, getting to that 30 35 games would be huge for them so potentially that's excellent and Michael Obafemi he's he's in the right place for that yeah and and someone like Michael um, and, and it's the same with a lot of young players but you could tell he's found a home when you listen to the manager speak about him it's, it's very much uh, they're, they're in sync. Yeah, but that's after a period. No, it's after a period of tough love at the start where they were like, "This guy's not fit enough." Yeah, and then they got and him. But fit he and started scoring goals. He wasn't fit enough, and he responded to that. So that's the yeah. best part because you've seen other players who've been told they're not fit, they're not putting it in, and they huff. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, well, that's, that's that's your fault, not mine." It's like that's not going to work. No, but it, come through that. It, by and large, like we we have the superstars who come through no matter what. Right, but by and large, most young players go through a phase where they're challenged in in all sports. To yeah. be fair, and I think um, with these guys, same with Troy Parker, the penny drops. I think it's um, and and even going back to Smallbone, maybe that injury was just what you need sometimes. A young player just time out a game to go right, reassess what do I have to do. I think the way Obafemi finished the season and the way he, he was a real bright spark in the Irish squad. Um, you could see I wouldn't say he's difficult to manage but you could see that at times you would have to like yeah. and I think I actually think Stephen is, the, is a great yeah. manager from because he embraces these type of characters we've had them uh, at different levels of course but whether it's been the Richie Tells of the world or, or all, and all the way through as 21s whether it's been Aaron Connolly Troy Pard good experience with these people and sometimes with the they're almost free spirits you've got to give them yeah. create an environment for them to be superstars and um, we, we have a real chance with some of these young players Alright uh, you've given us a projected uh, team here which has an average age of 21.2 which yes. is fairly sensational right so right. so we're not saying this team is going to take no, the field No and it, it nor could. should it or it could but if this team started and everyone in terms of ended up where would we where would, what would we worried about we'd worry about Jason Knight getting a move okay and um, I'm just going to name it out for our radio listeners yeah. so it's Bazzino and goals you've got Owen Bamadeli at right back Collins and O'Shea at centre back and Joel Bagan am I pronouncing that right? Yes yeah so uh, he, he's the guy Cardiff you said the left back yeah. he's 20 O'Shea's 23 Collins is 21 Owen Bamadeli's 20 Bazzino's 20 you've got Josh Cullen in his normal role you've got Malumbi and Knight alongside him Malumbi's 22 Knight's 21 up front uh, Obafemi 21 Adam Eda 21 Troy Parrott 20 Like if, if Ireland na- announced that team without the age brackets behind it there wouldn't be a big uproar what are we doing like and so now I, you'd prefer that team with a lot of a bit of experience in it but it just shows you that um, again we, we Hopefully we're not going to get into the debate around whether Stevens right manager, but shows you and a lot of them players have met, have have caps under their, the amount of heavy lifting that's been done in Irish football yeah. with our young players over the last two years is is close to on the brink of something special. Where, where what's my concern is how many of them are going to go to the next stage? Yeah. 
we just don't know and the club is, is crucial to that and also we're probably missing like a, a Wales had you know some European Championships World Cup a Gareth Bale a Robbie Keane we're probably one little star away and somebody coming from somewhere but potentially um, we've got a squad if by hook or by crook we got into the uh, Euros next imagine these young players the average age 21.2 if my maths is right may, I may be off a little bit here and there but imagine if we got to a European Championships in, in, in this campaign We've got potentially eight years, and don't forget we've got like more players coming. More through. players coming through. Young Evan Ferguson's in the squad every week since Christmas. Yeah, at Brighton hasn't played or just about played, uh, but we've got players like that. Uh, Connor Coventry, Smallbones, not in that list. Who's in and around the, the Southampton squad? We're we're very close to to something really special, and yeah. I think that's why the last window taught me a big lesson. I was on commentary after the Armenia game. And I was really critical, and a lot of my friends was like came to me after going, you know, you've 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 went heavy on Stephen, like who again is a good friend, and I was like, right, okay, but I think it was deserved. But actually, what the window taught us is, we've got to be patient with. We've got young players who are coming up and down and up and down. We've got to find a consistency. Success is lumpy. Yes. That's it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, that was interesting uh, that team would be good and that's why this window is hugely important for some of those players just to get a move if they're going to be available to us and useful to us and to see exactly where their future is going to be and we're relying again on English football by and large to do a big chunk because we can't do anything about it and we're light years away from being able to but we need English football and championship football to help us out here because we're, we're right on the brink of something yeah. special Vinny, good stuff thanks for joining us in the studio today OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.